is Haitian All-Stars Radio. Playing the, playing the best and best in Kampa. Zouk, African and Caribbean music. No, I don't see nothing. And I probably should have told you I heard this way.
All-Stars Radio, playing the, playing the best in best in combo. Zouk, African and Caribbean music. Haitian All-Stars Radio podcast, DJ Hard Hit Harry in the mix. New York State, Tri-State, Out-of-State. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to another edition of Haitian All-Stars Radio podcast. My name is DJ Hard Hit Harry, and this show is... Uh, dedicated to my Haitian people as always you know we're going to address some of the you know major topics that's affecting our Haitian people in case you haven't seen or haven't heard you know there are uh, a mass deportation of migrants you know that's going back to Haiti from the US and Haiti migration officials have asked the United States for a humanitarian moratorium even as they received the first returnees from Texas. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking to see my people, you know, um, being deported back to a country that's been affected by a recent assassination of the Haitian, you know, Haitian president, um, a major earthquake, um, gangs, and so much strife that's going on in the country. And the first Haitians deported from a makeshift camp in Texas landed in um, their home country on Sunday amid sweltering heat, anger, and confusion. This is directly coming from the New York Times. Um, As Haitian officials beseech the United States to stop the flights because the country is in crisis and cannot handle thousands of homeless deportees. And the head of Haiti's National Migration Office, Jean-Nego Bonheur Delva, says, you know, the people can come back and stay in Haiti, but they are very agitated because they don't accept the forced return. And so Mr. Bonner Delva says the authorities expect that about 14,000 Haitians will be expelled from the United States over the coming three weeks. And that encampment about that size has formed in the Texas border town of Del Rio in recent days as Haitian and other migrants crossed over the Rio Grande from Mexico. And the Biden administration has said it's moving swiftly to deport them under Trump-era pandemic uh, order. So we're going to talk to uh, a few people that's, uh, that's going to call in the show today. The first is Max R. Jean-Paul, an educator and an author uh, who has a book called Mountains, Empowerment Through Education. I met the brother um, at Rebel Restaurant and um, actually got one of his books actually two of his books and Mr. Jean-Paul story uh, in mountains is in essence a biography where he talks about you know a life map and a blueprint of immigrants pursuing their dreams and you know that's really my story you know I, I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for my the dream of my parents to come from Haiti to the United States and uh, I came here at three years old and my parents, my father and my mom migrated from Haiti. They came here for a better life for, for them and for me. It's very important that, you know, we, we, we never forget that, you know, the United States is supposed to be a place where, you know, you can come and pursue your dreams, you know. It, it, you see the Statue of Liberty, and that's the symbol of, you know, welcoming immigrants and 
the right to pursue the American dream. But that's being totally shattered. So it's very important that we uh, that we talk to my brother Max and find his you know viewpoint and his his thoughts you know as an author and an educator. He's a family man and a service leader. And what he thinks about, you know, what's going on in Haiti. And he recently just came from Haiti as well, um, doing some work down there post-earthquake. So we're going to talk to Max R. Jean-Paul, ED.D, <laughs> my brother Max Jean-Paul, author of Mountains, Empowerment Through Education. A little bit later on, we got my brother Earthman, artist, activist, that's going to call in. Earthman and I have worked together for years, and... Just an amazing brother, and he does a lot of work in Haiti and the DR and the Dominican Republic. So I definitely wanted to talk to him and get his viewpoints on on Haiti and what's going on. And also, we also have Taish Harris. Taish, Taish and I go back to when I was with the Fugees. Taish was my product manager, and she's just an amazing individual, a true friend of mine. She had gone on to form Odyssey Entertainment, a, uh, a full-fledged... Uh, marketing and also management company and I worked with her on that as well working with some of the artists that she was working with and now she's the founder of the Brilliant Minds Collective on Facebook it's a Facebook group consisting of about 500 members of like-minded individuals dealing with all kinds of issues relating to us and uh, as a people so we're going to talk to uh, Taish Harris of the Brilliant Minds Collective. And uh, keep it locked, y'all. It's a lot, lot to come, a lot more music. This is Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. My name is Hard Hit Harry. When we come back, we're going to come back with my brother Max Jean-Paul on the phone. All right, we're going to talk to Max Jean-Paul over the phone. Keep it locked right here. It's Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. DJ Hard Hit Harry every late Monday, early Tuesday, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. WBAI 99.5 FM Also streaming on WBAI.org iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio Amazon Music Podcast SoundCloud, MixCloud And Podomatic So keep it locked right here y'all When we come back, Max Jean-Paul Haitian All-Stars Radio
Indeed, y'all. Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. Yours truly, DJ Hard Hitting Harry in the mix. It's DJ Hard Hitting Harry, y'all. New York State, Tri-State, Out-of-State. Thank you so much for tuning in. Haitian All-Stars Radio. We got on the line right now, Max Jean-Paul. Max, are you on the line? Yes, hi. Good, good evening, everyone. Yes. All right, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How you doing, brother? I'm good. Not too bad. I'm a little bit uh, sad and peeved uh, about what's going on. Um, in Texas, um, with how they're treating, um, you know, Haitian brothers and sisters, um, it's very disgusting and um, just, just sad. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for, for offering those uh, words of of reality. You know what I mean? I will, I will, I woke up today so, you know, saddened and disheartened myself, and you know, my sister Taish Harris, you know, called me on it. She was like, Harry, what are we gonna do? <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? It's like yes. I get that a lot, you know what I mean? Because people know that, you know, my heart is always, you know, with Haiti as a Haitian. And I know you're Haitian as well. And I wanted to talk to you about, you know, your book, um, you know, Mountains, which parallels the idea of immigrants, you know, emigrating uh, from Haiti to the U.S. to make a, you know, a better life for their families like my parents did, like I'm sure your parents did as well, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I wrote. I, I wrote the book um, about a, a year ago um, to provide um, uh, inspiration, uh, to provide hope, um, but also as a thank you to um, our ancestors for paving the way uh, for me. Uh, something that I pass on to my children, once I pass on um, to my school, that um, with perseverance and with grit, um, that they can overcome um, anything that they want. Because I, I, I do find it amazing that um, that you leave your you leave your home, which you're used to your culture, and then you come here uh, to land opportunity, um, and you have to learn a new language. Um, you have to adapt to um, a new culture, a new community, right. and then thrive. Um, and despite some of the pitfalls that um, that my ancestors had to deal with, um, they were still able to um, pursue uh, that American dream. Right. And passed on that uh, strength uh, to me, and it's something that I always share um, with um, with my with my with my family, with my and my students, in, in terms of my narrative. And you're an educator um, as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Max Paul, also principal at Brooklyn Bridge Academy High School. Um, yeah, so it's um, so, and then always remember to always get back, which is important. 
Yes. So you're the principal at Satellite Academy High School. Where's that located? No, no, no. At, at Brooklyn Bridge Academy High School. Oh, I Brooklyn Bridge Academy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I taught at Satellite Academy. You taught at Satellite. Got it. Got you. Yeah, Thank you for clarifying. I taught science here for, uh, for many years. And then yes. um, after that, um, to, um, with the superintendent uh, pushing me to go into leadership, um, I decided uh, to pursue administration. Um, and then I took over um, Brooklyn Bridge Academy High School in Brooklyn. Um, and I've been a principal there for the past 11 years now. Fantastic, yeah. man. So we got a Haitian principal. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love besides, it. Besides, Are, there uh, Haitians, doing... Are there a lot of yeah. Haitian students in your school? Uh, yeah, uh, students do. Students do come to um, to Brooklyn Bridge Academy High School. We have a lot of Asian students. I have a pretty much a nice mix of students. From diverse. Yeah. Be diverse, um, mm-hmm. and you know, we honor all of the all the cultures. Um, if you ever to come to my school, you'll probably hear you'll hear some compa, you hear reggae, you hear salsa. As my bells are, are ringing, as students go from class to class. Right. Um, we have a nice little multicultural um, thing, a little boutique school, which I like to say. Um, so it's a beautiful school. Um, beautiful. And our motto is um, building bridges for tomorrow. And we also uh, believe in giving back. And something I always do besides being a principal, also remembering to always um, give back. So I uh, do, you know, go back to Haiti um, and do some um, work with um, and doing teacher preparation, um, workshops, professional development with um, teachers and school administrators and so forth. Yeah, Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, uh, I was telling our audience that we met at Rebel Restaurant. I know you're you're a, a supporter. I like to say supporter of my DJing, and I, I see you pop on my live. Thank you so much for that. You know what I mean. That's how that's how I knew the name Empowerment Through Education, and then um, and then we finally met when you came through a Rebel Restaurant on a Thursday. And you were like, yeah, you know, I'm empowerment through education. I was like, oh, yeah, no doubt, you know. So (laughs) thank you so much for that, man. I love your messages that you've been putting us. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thank you very much, man. I really really appreciate it. You know, trying to uplift people, you know, positive upliftment through music. And at the same time, you know, never forgetting, you know, my culture and what's going on in Haiti. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, I, I definitely you were you were actually doing a book signing that day at Rebel, and I I purchased two of your books, yeah. and uh, one I gave to my lady, you know, shout out to Rabia, and I, I wanted to give her, you know, I always try to share, you know, Haiti as much as I can, whether it's a, you know, whether it's like a YouTube video mm-hmm. or you know the the food or the culture. She's from Buffalo, so okay. you know we try to um, you know share our culture, you know as much as as much as possible so i bought one for her you know okay, okay. and that way it can so she can kind of read up on you know your foundation and you know how it trans transcends the, the foundation of you growing up haitian and transforming perceptions you know as the as the contents are broken down you know what i mean to help help, help our audience understand what it was like growing up uh coming of age in brooklyn uh in the 80s and early 90s as a haitian you know Okay, um, and, and and thank you for uh, your support and um and uh, the feedback with the book. Um, growing up in the in the eighties, um, in Brooklyn, um, from from Bushwick, um, it was rough. Um, I remember the the crack ever, um, crack valves um on the concrete, um, a lot of um empty empty um homes and so forth. Um, it wasn't easy. Uh, but I always knew that um from my parents that um education was the key. Um, yes. there were there were some um. It was a little, little depressing, a little dark, a lot of um, um, graffiti everywhere and so forth. It was rough. But also, um, 
being being in a school, uh, going to school, and hearing um, people make fun of, of other students that have um, what they call accents, and right. um, that was really disturbing. Like we all have accents, right? And um, so there's many times that um, you know we had to always clarify, um, you know, why they have to. Um, why do you have to make fun of someone because they have an accent? Um, they might, we, we're, we're all different. Um, however, we're all the same. We're all children of God. Um, so there, there were times where um, there, you know, students were picked on, and um, I would find myself, especially in high school, defending um, you know my, my 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 classmates and saying, um, "Yo, you know, leave leave them alone. Um, like that's not cool." And like Max, you Haitian, like yeah, I'm Haitian. Um, right. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't cool. And it's just the stereotypes with the um, with the AIDS um, AIDS epidemic and so forth. Um, right. Right. It was a lot of that you have to defend, and it was just 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 not not just not a good look. Um, so it was a constant um, battle and defense that was going on. Um, sometimes going um, exiting different um, exiting different um, doors to to go home. Um, and you know, seeing people walk with their head down, it's like that. That wasn't cool. Like so, yeah. uh, so there was a lot of that um, back in the eighties and the nineties. However, um, you know, but we still, you know, kept a. Um, I mean, I, I personally just always, you know, kept my head up high, but encouraging folks to speak up, but also remembering um, what my parents and my grandmother would tell me about um, the beautiful, beautiful uh, country of Haiti. Right despite the negativity that was always being shown on TV um, with the boats, um, poverty, these were just like really bad images and just all negative. Well, yeah. unfortunately, these images are being pervaded right now through our, yeah. you know, with our screens when we see what's going on with, um, with the, 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 you know, the thousands of Haitians that are, are um, you know, being deported, you know, and it has a lot to do with, you know, well, a, a number of different things, but I'm just looking at first and foremost, the Haitian state is not ready to receive these deportees because of what's going on. And, you know, with with, you know, with the recent assassination, unstable government, um, yeah. earthquake that just happened that ravaged, you know, the, the south. And it's just it's just tough. You know what I'm saying? So but but they still find a break. way. <laughs> yeah, we don't get a break. And they're still finding a way to send the hate the Haitians back to, you know, to Haiti. So what yeah. what what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm I'm very as, as I started, I'm, I'm I'm very peeved and disgusted about the images that I'm seeing um, on and you know on the media regarding and how they're treating Haitians on, um, um, in Texas and seeing you know people on a cowboy with whips. I'm just like it's just um, it's yeah. unacceptable. it's like images it's of been, slavery. You know, it's like yeah, what kind yeah. of messages? Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's very deep. It's very it's very. Um, <laughs> It's very traumatizing. Um, as I said, like we, we just don't get a break, and it's very frustrating. And when I speak with some of my colleagues, it's just like, when are we gonna? When is this gonna ever end? Right. Um, but I will say, the White though, House um, did, did criticize the border agents, you know, rounding yeah. up the migrants on horseback. I mean, the, the, yeah. the press secretary, but, Jen, yeah, but, Jen, go ahead. Yeah, but being on the ground, um, being on the ground um, in Haiti yes. and uh, working with um, local organizations that are providing uh, support for the people, uh, I work with um, you know one Jasper, I work with Meepo, uh, shout out to um, Hack, uh, Meepo, H. Drew, um, doing a lot of work and helping to coordinate um, efforts uh, to be made. Uh, one thing I have to say about um, our people over there in Haiti is that. 
uh, they always uh, they always find a way to rise um, in terms of whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they find a way to continue to push and to live, um, despite the conditions that 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 are there. Uh, they always find a way to to smile and and try to make it through um, each day. Uh, but in the south right now, uh, for what I saw in this on the data that I collected. Um, a lot of schools um, were damaged, especially outside of uh, Ukai and places like Kampayan, Manisha, uh, towns like Jeremy. Um, things were destroyed really bad. Actually, there's yeah. a, like a, a backpack drive that I know that hack is um, looking to do now. Um, so it's I, I don't know how they're going to start school up in, yeah. on October 6th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the coordination effort that's being done with... Um, with um, H. Drew One Jasper, um, you see the the, the efforts are, are are being met. Um, they're also thinking about sustainability, so that when something like this happens, right. that there's like an emergency center that's there where resources uh, will be there already. Um, and when there's another uh, catastrophe that can happen, that's another national disaster. Yes, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I mean, we, we, we unfortunately, I wish I had more time to talk with you, but I really had to get you on the show to offer your insight on, you know, everything that's going on and everything that you're doing. Um, I appreciate you, my brother. You know, we, we, I've been promising to get you on the podcast and, 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 you know, we made it happen, unfortunately, due to these crazy circumstances. But, you know, you're definitely somebody that the world needed to hear from. You know what I mean? And I'm humbly want to say thank you very much, um, Harry, for inviting me. And I just want to always um, just also want to acknowledge and thank my family for uh, supporting me as I um, go through this journey, but also in dealing with um, the work I'm going to do as a school leader, but also as a world leader. Um, yes. and with that in Haiti. So shout out to them because they, they, they help support me. Um, but as I said, um, we continue to push as um, as one nation, just for that that's is right. here, um, is continuing to work together to find solutions, sustainable solutions. Absolutely. That's that's, that's exactly why I definitely reached out to you. I mean, we're here. Yeah. We call us Jaspoa, you know, Haitians that are here in the United States. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're always trying to find ways to, you know, to build community to help our people back home on the ground. So, yeah, yeah man, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. No problem. Thank you. Have a pleasant evening. Sir. Yes, you, you too. Much. Once again, Max R. Jean-Paul, E-D dot D, an example yeah, of no what's sense. overcoming obstacles, navigating barriers, and forging a powerful life purpose. That's what it looks like when, um, you know, he comes here and he, he embraces his island of IET and he gives us the power of the Haitian story, you know, raised in Brooklyn and um, doing his thing, man. Author of Mountains. Definitely check it out. Your Empowerment Through Education. Max R. Jean-Paul. Thank you so much, my brother. Thank you, Henry. All the best. All the best, brother. Peace. Pour mon sang, on parle de ma 
Haitian All Stars Radio, WBAI 99.5 FM, DJ Hardy and Harry. The sounds of Kai, brand new album, Gijem. Kai, got that concert coming up October 30th. Definitely stay tuned for that. Reggie Mix in the mix. My man Magic Kenny in the mix. It's going to go down. You got Bentley's Kai and, and Ikip. So definitely stay tuned. We're going to give away tickets for that. Stay tuned for Kai and Ipik. Ikip, sorry, Ikip, um, coming up October 30th. But we're going to take another call right now because we're still talking about the issue that's going on right now with the Haitians being deported back to Haiti. And um, the White House on Monday responded critically to widely shared images of U.S. Border Patrol agents in Texas rounding up Haitian migrants on horseback. I was horrified to see these images, man. It's like... Images of slavery, you know what I'm saying? Like just the horseback riders with the whips, and it's just horrible, man. And the White House press secretary, Jim Psaki, was asked if the use of horses and possible whips, potent imagery, you know, in a country founded on slavery, represented an appropriate tactic. And she says, I've seen some of the footage. I don't have the full context. I can't imagine what context would make that appropriate. And she added, I don't think anyone seeing that footage would think it was acceptable or appropriate. More than 6,000 Haitians and other migrants have been removed from the encampment at the Texas border town of Del Rio, other U.S. officials said Monday as they defended their strong response. Calling it a challenging and heartbreaking situation, the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, issued a stark warning. If you come to the United States illegally, you will be returned. Your journey will not succeed and you will be endangering your family's life, your life and your family's life. Well, I just want to know what some of my, what some of my callers are thinking about that, man, because I'm actually I'm I'm just I'm I'm sad and I'm pissed. And we got on the line right now. We got my brother Earthman. Earthman, are you on the line? Yeah, how are you, Harry? I'm doing good, man. How you doing, man? Oh, well, you know, like I like I said, well, like what you said, you know, uh uh, it's just really disappointing how things are being handled. Right. And it's just like, uh, um, what, where, where do we go uh, from this space? Because we know that there's a lot of uh, uh, things that's happening in Haiti and a lot of things that some of the people that are coming here are trying to help themselves. Right. Based on They're trying to flee a country on. that's just rife with... with you know, poverty, you know, poverty and, 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 and an earthquake and an assassination of its no government. You know what I mean? So they're trying to make a better life, correct? Correct. And the thing about it is that we have to start looking at where does our humanitarian skills really start kicking in? Right. This is it. This is the moment that we as people have to come together and say, wait a minute now. This something going on here we need to be people first and not politics right and that's what's hurting us right now uh there's a lot of politics and we're talking about children that's out there right in texas right they have no place to go and just like you said this uh people out there with horses like just you know and the imagery, the imagery is just absolutely heartbreaking. You know what I mean? It's heartbreaking, and, it, and, and it's, it's just, just like uh, I'm angry. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, who wants to see are, that? You know? People are aggravated, and what comes up for me is that 
I mean, there's, I look at the choices that that's available to us in these particular situations, this particular situation. Right. And we got to find a way to really start probably marching again and getting on top of this situation. How and do we, we how do we do that? And whose attention are we trying to when, when people march, you know, and whose attention do you feel that we need to get to? Well, we got to do this is an opinion again. You know, we have to look at the situation. The situation is that we have people in trouble, have no place to go, and they're relying on us. And the idea of the United States government and the idea that who we are is to help the world, right? Yeah. That was an issue idea that we are able to make a difference and bring on that again bring that word humanitarian back in so we gotta make them know what was the original idea of what who we are in america am i making sense what we supposed to be in america right the march is just a reminder people hey listen this is what's happening that's one idea to bring that up to make sure that there's a reminder of what we supposed to be right as humans we cannot allow these things to occur right and this politicians got to see there's enough people in the world that's not going for it right harry right we're not going for it. that's one step the other step i believe that we can do is we have to start the people itself have to take control and say to themselves, okay, how do we actually prevent and help these people? Maybe we need to go and start raising money, finding a place where we can get these people to as a, as a team. I'm just throwing ideas, ideas right. That, right. that we all can say, well, you know what? Let's raise a couple of million dollars and see what we can do and say, okay, we have this funding here. How do we approach by helping these people out? Are you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. We got to say, we got to make a foundation or something that says for Haitian immigration, immigrants that come to America, this is the first step. Come to us. This is what we have here. What's going on? This is the budget. What we need to do as a team. I think that's one idea that I haven't seen yet. Us coming together and taking it on our own hands and not just counting on the political figures to save us. That's just one space. Those are so far how I feel is horrible when I look at some. I mean, when you, when you look at what's going on right now, the U.S. has already begun the operation to fly thousands back to Haiti. And, and also to stop others from crossing from Mexico, you know, and it's just it's just really crazy, man, because what what when I look at that, I say, you know, the, the, the reason that they're doing it is they're saying that the, the you know, they're coming here illegally. What do you have to what, what comes across your mind, you know, even though we know that the you know, the country is is torn apart right now you know we know this and it's been widely well reported. what comes of course it's been my mind when you say illegally i don't know 
I mean, America was built on a lot of people that came in in the beginning here illegally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. That's the whole thing. I mean, in history, it's always been illegals that come in, and I um, mean, from the Irish, from the Italians, from it goes down to all the different races. It's not anybody I don't know that didn't back in the days a long time ago didn't come here legally. Is that a fair statement? You know? Yeah. So but we end up finding a way to create paper for these people. We end up finding a way to create a space where, okay, you know what? Let's fix that group of people. I think is it that they're choosing people who to be here, maybe? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's that's it's, where it gets uh, uh, tricky because that's where we make a stand. People are making a stand. Said, no, you can't choose groups of people who's right or who's wrong. People that, are people. That's right? right. Look at the Afghanistan situation. You know. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Wow. But look at how they're being treated versus how the Haitians are being treated. You know. The, I mean, wow. it's just the, the comparison is really horrible, man. And and at this point right now, it's so blatant. You know, we want to, you know, to say, you know, America is a land of opportunity. Right. You know, people come here seeking a better life. You know, I was just talking to Max Jean-Paul, uh, an author, and, you know, he wrote a book called Mountains. And, mm-hmm. you know, he talks about, you know, immigrant, man, just, you know, coming from, from Haiti, you know, like your parents, like my parents, you know, coming from Haiti to the U.S. to to make a better life, you know. And my parents, and I'm sure your parents weren't. For, well, actually, my parents were were trying to get get you know flee the 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 Duvalier regime. You know what I mean? It was crazy around that time. Remember that time? Right. So my father left Haiti and brought us here to get away from that whole situation. You know what I mean? Um, just to make a better life for, for himself, my family, you know, my mom, and of course me and my brother. And that's why I'm here today, you know, a uh, U.S. citizen. And, you know, it's just, that's the dream. That's the American dream, you know? And so I'm sure a lot of the Haitians, they're fleeing the country primarily because of safety reasons. You know, they just, they're just... Yeah, but that's the whole... That's a lot of people from all over the world that yeah. comes to America, and they all have the American dream. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that what you're talking about, what we're talking about, is just let's treat people fairly. Right. Is that right? Right. That's the that's the whole goal of treating people fairly. And like I said, one of the things that we have to do, like how you're doing now with this radio show, you are making people aware of what's going on. You, you got to, man. Extra, I have to. Extra, I have to. Excellent. I have to use my platform. You know, I have to no, use my you've platform. Been, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very honored to be here. Oh, and my brother. Been, come on now. Even though, <laughs> this is the code the, conversations that we have all the time. You know, this is a Even though the, the occasion is not something that I, you know, want to be talking about, but at the same time, yes. it has to be spoken. Absolutely. So with that comes like a, like uh, uh, I guess with us talking about this conversation, and we talking, we 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 are trying to resolve and uh, help to resolve an issue. 
we are open to uh, you opening your platform for people to come aboard and to say, what do we need to do? Because this is what's going on with the Haitian people. And at this point, I find that um, we have to get back together and start marching on the bridge, mm-hmm. start getting together so people could see it. And those marches are going to, the politicians understand that. They see it, say it's real, they're not going away. And we can't, and the people that are there in Texas have to see that there is uh, a group of people out here yes. that care about them. That's right. And then at this point, like the other point of view that I told you before, I'm going to repeat myself, is really start making more foundations that can help immigrants out. I mean, we have all the different people who have it. The Jewish uh, community has it for them. When they run into problems, they have foundations that you find, you know, that helps them out, which is fine, which is great. We want that. And you find the the Irish have foundations that they put together to help immigrants out, you know. And that's mm-hmm. their own foundations. Right. Uh, Harry. Yeah. And these, are, I mean, you don't find that many Haitian foundations that are helping immigrants out to be able to. Uh, when a situation like that in Texas happened, the foundation can go down to Texas and say, okay, talk to the politician. Okay, what do we do here? We have our own money that we raise. How do we make this thing work? So this money would be basically to help uh, the Haitians with, like, say, I- immigration costs and, and things like that. Are you saying? Exactly. There you go. There yeah. you go. Like, What is it that... Uh, uh, has to be done to help these people out, but it's coming from us. We have to team up, and we gotta think strategically like this nowadays. Right. Because in here in America, we know the one thing that money talks. Yeah. I yes, mean, I, it, I sat down and I saw the uh, situation on television, and I said, "Okay, how can we help?" I think yes, by walking and by doing things does help. But at the end of the day, something has to be substantial, financial. Something has to be there to help. And lawyers, to hire lawyers, right? Right. And the right people to help these people out. Because if there's no one to help them in that space, then anything can happen to them. Does that make sense? They don't have no protection. Yes, indeed, man. Listen, man, thank you very much. I, I appreciate you calling in. You know, I got to keep the show rolling, you know. Okay. Uh, but thank you for calling in. Great um, talk. Yo, you're always someone that I look up to, and I always – I always, Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, you already know. Like, when this went down, I, you know, I called you immediately, like, yo, what's going on in Haiti? Like, you always do for me, you know, like, yo, what's going on in Haiti? You know, so it's always good to hear your insight and, and get some opinion and – you know, some some words of advice and comfort with what's going on down on down on the ground, you know? We will change. Yeah. Because we dare to do that change. Let's let's keep talking about it. Let's let's keep right. coming up with solutions and um, you know, let's talk again. All right, brother? Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Thank All you. Right. Once again, y'all, that's Richard Earthman Laurent on the line, my brother, artist, um, activist, healer. 
Thank you so much for checking in. My brother Earthman, we've done we've done a lot of shows together. Make sure you definitely check out the Earthman Experience on YouTube. Check out the Earthman Experience and check out some of the great work that we've done. We've performed together and we've done a lot. He's just an amazing dude. Also a legendary uh, brother from back in the days. He was an artist by the, by the name of Craze. You know what I'm saying? I said shut up. All my heads know what it is with that. All right, y'all, we're going to get into some more great music. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to more uh, more callers, people that's going to offer their opinion on what's going on in Haiti. And uh, it's WBAI 99.5 FM, DJ Hard Hitting Harry, also streaming on WBAI.org, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Podomatic. It's Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. This is Haitian All Stars Radio, playing the playing the best, the best in combo, Zouk, African and Caribbean music. in the mix. 
Let's go.
New Hits. Tous les jours c'est moi qui lui fais du bien. Sans le glisse sur moi comme une détente sans frein. Presse de foule, forme la carré, pas café, tja tja. Même si on le capou, il daigne, il connaît. Pas chercher, c'est moi, il est non-stop. En plan mot, pas ni bitch, pas ni capote. Moi seul qui n'est la clé Kylie. Moi seul qui peut la retrouver dans son image.
All Stars, Haitian All Stars Radio Podcast. DJ Hard Hit Harry in the mix. It's WBAI 99.5 FM, also streaming on WBAI.org. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Podomatic. Okay. That's how we go down here. We are the number one Haitian podcast in the world. Yours truly, hard hit Harry. Shout out to the Team Haitian All-Stars, DJC in the mix. Also, Reggie Mix. We got that show coming up October 30th with Kai and Ikeep. So definitely stay tuned on how to win tickets for that. So we're still talking about Haiti. We're talking about the disgusting, horrible situation going on with the Haitians being deported back to Haiti that came to you know to Texas and some of them traveled a long long way uh-huh. and we got my sister on the line I've known her for a lot of years I'm gonna give you a proper introduction Thais Thais and I go back to when I was the original DJ of the Fugees back in 93 in the 93 area I had I was the original DJ for the Fugees and Thais was my product manager and um you know she's just an amazing individual back when she worked at sony columbia and you know we go back to that you know what i'm saying i'm just an up-and-coming dj and you know djing for what went on to be one of the most incredible super groups uh, of hip-hop uh the fujis and uh, she was there she saw me at my very beginning so Please put your hands together for Taish Harris on the line. Also founder of the Brilliant Minds Collective on Facebook. Taish, are you there? I'm here. Hello, Harry. What's up, Ty? How you doing? How are you? I'm well, doing good. You know, doing good. Just doing good. Hang terrible. In there. It's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible situation. But I'd like to introduce um, uh, two people that are also on the line with me from the Brilliant Minds Collective, if that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm on Zoom right okay. now. I don't see anybody else on the Zoom. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm oh, on the Zoom well, right now. We didn't um, we didn't join because we weren't sure. Yeah, but, I'm uh, on right now. So we want you all to come on the Zoom as well okay. so I can see what's going on. But we are live okay. on WBAI right now, 99.5 FM. So you could definitely uh, bring them in on in the call as well. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
So we have it. Um, do it. Do yep, there he is. Um, I'll send the link over to you, Joel, and is Terry on? I'm gonna yeah, send the link to Terry too because it was hard for me to put the to merge. Is he is he on the line though? He's not on the line right now. No. All right. So Joel Silvan, who is the vice president of operations at Brilliant Minds Collective, is also on the line. Okay, what's what's his name again, just for our, our, our audience? Joel Sylvain. Sylvain. What's up, Joel? How you doing, brother? Man, chilling. It's been a long time. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Thank you for time, being brother. on the show. Thank you for being on the show, man. Man, this is this is our pleasure. When you hear, you know, what we are looking to do here at Brilliant Minds, yes. it all makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. We are definitely, um, you know, addressing the issue that's going on with Haiti. I mean, Taish hit me up this morning and she was like, Harry, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, and, you know, Taish has a way of doing that. You know, she gets recording in progress. She gets like really, you know, amped up and gets me amped up. And it and and it's a good thing because it spurs action. You know, it, it definitely spurs action. I see you. I see you, Ty. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go ahead and send the link over to uh, hold on to Joel and to Terry right now as well. Hold on a second. I gotta mute my phone or something over here. There you go. I think I gotta do a mute because I'm getting all this feedback. Okay, I think we're much better now. Can you hear me, Ty? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay, I can good. Hear you. We we I think Are you somebody, online? I think somebody's got to turn down their volume uh on their phone or something because it's feeding back over here on my end. Um but yeah. Let's let's keep it going. I think somebody got to got to mute their phone on the on the Zoom side of things, you know. But um anyway, let's talk Haiti. Let's talk Haiti. You know, let's talk Haiti. Ty, what are your thoughts on um on what's going on with uh with Haiti right now so you know i called you this afternoon because i was disgusted about what was happening um in hate with the haitian at the border yes um this is just a few things one is you know to find out that most just about three minutes ago i found out that they're rounding up haitians on horses and whipping them and I'm like, yeah, I saw the images, but is that what what's yeah. actually happening? I mean, are we seeing this on video? Like, you know, we're what I mean? seeing it on video. Whoa. We actually have the video. Wow. And we have the images, and you know, I mean, I'm gonna defer to Terry and and uh, and to Joel for Joel for a moment, but you know, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Um, you yeah, and I, I talked mean, earlier today about the optics on this whole thing. And what it's saying is, is that this administration does not care anything about what's happening here. Um, they don't care anything about how it looks. You have They are focused on getting Afghanistanian people into this country. Yet uh, Haitian people are being deported to a country that is destabilized that is, is just dealing with um, a massive earthquake that's dealing with the fact that the president of the country was assassinated, right. where the representative for the country is speaking out and saying, we cannot handle 14,000 people being brought to this country and dropped off. People are saying, we didn't even know that we were going 
to Haiti. Right. Some people in that um, massive have never even been to Haiti. Right. What would make they saying? I don't even know where I'm going to sleep tonight. What would make you think that it is okay to take this group of people, okay, this culture, these black people, and drop them off, okay, and just drop them off? With no no respect, no nothing. But then at the same time, you're doing everything you can to get Afghanistanian people into this country, setting them up on welfare, giving them all types of accommodations. What is the difference? You got to pick a lane. Right. And that's where I'm disturbed. Okay. You cannot keep thinking that you're going to keep doing this to uh, Haitian people and that nobody, including black, African, Jamaican, et cetera, are going to say anything and become active about it. I have a problem with it. What do you think uh, of when um, Department of Homeland Security is saying that Haitians cannot come here illegally, period? You know, what What do you say to that? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, but that's that's a, that's a whole crock of you know what. Um, can you speak up? Can you please speak up? Yeah, this is uh, Joel there you go. Yes, Joel, speak it's, up a little bit because you're coming in kind of low. Yeah, this is a whole bunch of crocker, you know what? Because at the end of the day, it's really because we're black people, period, you know, they are they identifying us and they want to take advantage. See, they could come to Haiti and right. take the raw materials in Haiti. They could put puppet presidents in Haiti, but when it comes down to really supporting Haiti or and you know what, we're gonna stop saying Haiti because we're gonna say IET. IET because that's the real that's the real name of Haiti, right? If, of IET, right? So, at the end of the day, you know, you want to just treat us any type of way because you're still mad. Especially today is Jean-Jacques Desalines' birthday, mm. 263 years, who whooped the English, who whooped the Spanish, and who whooped the French. And you know what? You're still mad about that. No, we're not tolerating that. We're not tired. And that's why we, we need to truly come together as a collective. Right. Because this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable, Biden, because it was our people, black people in general in the United States that that voted you in. And when <laughs> something happened with the Asian people, you were quick to be like, oh, we'll come up with a law to, against anti-Asian hate. Right. But when it came down to make sure that Bruce, the police brutality against black people in the United States, nothing. Crickets. You're doing this to 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 uh, to people of the holy mountain, IET. You 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 deporting them back without them knowing, like that's deplorable. Yeah, it's like, absolutely these, these deplorable. These custom agents are just coming. These custom agents are just coming in and telling them, "Oh yeah, we're just going to take you on a little trip." And all of a sudden, this trip is sending them is deporting them when these people thought that they were in the United States and they were safe. Nah, yeah. that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And we 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 not tolerate we not tolerating that. And that's where. You know, we all have to come together and say, you know what, we're going to pool our money together. We're going to do our thing. And we got to remember some of the people that try to pave the way, such as Martin Delaney. Look him up. Mm -hmm. Martin Delaney. He was a doctor. He was a military strategist and he was a black nationalist. Um, you know, we got to look at folks like, um, you know, Jean-Jacques Dessalines. We got to know our history. Right so that we can dispel the mystery of how we can win our pride back. Now, it's so much easy. It's very easy to say, hey, let's march and let's, 
let's do this, let's that, you know, let's do this and that and, and stomp our feet. But how do we turn that into policy? You know, that's my that's my question. Because our last caller, my brother Earthman, was talking about creating foundations at the very least to help Haitians that are going through like they're straight deporting people. So they're not even giving people the opportunity, the opportunity to petition for immigrant, you know, to become, um, you know, to even to even try to become citizens or, or what have you. You know what I'm saying? So he was talking about, you know, creating foundations, you know, pooling money, like you said, like you said as well, you know, but to actually come up with uh, a solution so that we can help the people that are even trying to petition to even come here, you know, but they're just sending people back. So how do you, what, what do you say to that? You know, just a couple of quick comments, you know, this is Terry. I'm sorry. What's up, Terry? How you doing, fam? I am doing great. Thank you. Thank you for Um, being here. Well, there's two things going on, right? Number one, I think black people in this country have to be aware is Taish noted the optics of this, right? What you basically have are these white people with whips on horses beating black people, okay? Yes. Uh, when I saw the images, you know, what came to mind was slavery. Like, we're going to get these runaway slaves, all right? Um, you know, and, and would they do this to any other group? Black people have to look themselves in the mirror and say, would they do this if this were these were Cubans coming? Right. Right? Even Mexicans, as much as we vilify Mexicans, we don't treat Mexican people this way. You know, these are black people, so they feel that they can get away with it. Number two, mm-hmm. as to policy, right, we have to hold our elected officials, many of which are black people, accountable, right. all right, and let them know this is not okay. You know, even if, even if people are going to be sent back, we have to treat them, you know, we have to treat our people with respect and dignity. Right? right? Latinos have been very aggressive, and I've totally supported, you know, the fact that they have been very aggressive letting know their politicians, right, and, poli- and policy folks that the way Latinos are being tr- treated and have been treated during through this whole immigration process is not okay. And we have to do the same thing. You know, um, you know there's a lot of law... Um, and, and policy in place right now, and we have to follow it. And number one, we don't beat people who come to this country, all right? So let's hold people accountable and um, make sure that they follow the laws that are in place. And I can't hear, I, I can't, you know, this is not, I don't, you know, I don't want to denigrate another country, but, you know, this country doesn't take people and just drop them off in the middle of nowhere where, where they don't even know that they're being dropped off in another country. Now, uh, that's not done, you know. So, yeah, we need to hold people accountable and let them know that it's not okay to break the law when it comes to other black people, you know, whether they're from this country or otherwise. You know, if we allow them to do this to people who are Americans, you know, they feel very comfortable doing the same thing here. You know, there are plenty of images. You can go back to, you know, just last summer, right, during the Black Lives Matter protest where black people were beating, beaten with batons and, you know, lines of police and other people who felt that they can just step in and beat black people and shoot at them. So we, we have to hold, you know, our government, our people accountable to the laws. So that's my position. Thank you so much, Jerry. 
Once again, y'all, you're tuned into Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast on WBAI 99.5 FM. DJ Hard hitting Harry and the team Haitian All-Stars every late Monday, early Tuesday on WBAI 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. However, you can listen to the podcast anytime on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcasts. SoundCloud, MixCloud, and also Podomatic. So we have Taish Harris, uh, one of the founders, right? Are you, are you the founder of Brilliant Minds Collective? Can you let our audience know exactly what the Brilliant Mind Collectives is all about and how you know people can be a part of it? Explain the Br- Brilliant Minds Collective for our audience. Yeah, sure. So the Brilliant Minds Collective came about because um, we were very disturbed about what was happening with um, uh, police brutality across the country. And the fact that we had encountered so many black folks across the country who just weren't aware of what they could do and what their recourse is and how to protect themselves. And so what we wanted to do was really just to uh, figure out how we could educate ourselves and then empower and educate other people. So that is really the foundation of what we are about. Um, And it's pretty much grown to almost 500 members over the last year and a half. Um, And we're tackling many different issues. Um, We're interested in many different areas. But but it's important because the Brilliant Minds Collective, as you can see, Thierry is um, Haitian. Um, Joelle Selvain is Haitian. I'm African-American. You know, but we come from many different backgrounds, all of us from all over the world who are saying, you know what, we can no longer be in a position where we're sitting here thinking, you know, I'm Asian, I'm black, I'm Jamaican, and we're all separate. It's not working, right? And so we're all brilliant. We have uh, each one of us has brilliant minds, and we decided that it was important to collect to create a collective that enables us to put all of our different expertise and um, high level backgrounds into one pot and be able to service our communities across the country and around the world. Fantastic. Now, that's really well put, Taish. You know, in my mind. You know, one of the things I really like about the Brilliant Mind um, Collective is that, um, you know, we have to stop, you know, waiting for, you know, this, the black savior, okay? Martin Luther King uh, or Malcolm X, the bottom line is, you know, we are our own saviors, right? You know, we have so many smart, talented, brilliant black people um, out here who get frustrated and we wonder, what can we do? You know, what should we be doing? Well, the number one thing that we need to do is start um, working together um, and engaging and supporting each other. And that's a big part of what the Brilliant Minds Collective is all about. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Once again, y'all, you know, like I said, we just experienced calamity after calamity in Haiti, uh, as we all know, you know, with uh, with the assassination of of, uh, of President Jovenel Moise, and then the horrible earthquake that affected the South, in which I personally raised uh, funds by doing um, a benefit raid. Uh, I was involved with several different uh, benefits, but particularly that the one that I put together, uh, along with twelve other DJs, we did the uh, Twitch DJs for benefit uh, raid train. And we raised uh, $2,019.24 to benefit the victims and the survivors of the Haiti earthquake. And now this, 
you know, now this and this right here is I'm going to tell you, man, it's just it breaks my heart. And, you know, it's like one thing after another. And, you know, it just pains me to see these images happening, like you said, like the optics, you know, and, you know, we just want to know our audience wants to know, you know, how they can get involved and how how they can get involved to make a difference. Can anyone offer uh, some type of insight on the average listener? What can they do to, you know, to help, you know, the situation that's going on in Haiti? Anybody can offer that? Well, I mean, one of the th one of the things that you can do. Who's is, speaking right now? You know, on, this is Terry Fortune. I'm okay, sorry. Terry. No, no you problem. You know, really, on a very simple level, you know, you know, uh, people who, you know, who uh, contribute to to campaigns, people who um, who vote have power, yes. right? You know, use your power. Get in contact with your elected official. It doesn't have to be anything dramatic. Go on Facebook, go on Instagram. Right. They all have social media platforms. You can get their email address and send them a note saying, this is not okay. We're right. watching what, what you're doing. Right. You know, we don't support this type of policy, you know, um, you know, and we contribute money and we're not going to contribute money to people who are going to support this sort of activity. People understand that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we have to raise our voices for it to be heard, and it doesn't have to be loud. Just a lot of people um, contributing in small ways makes a big difference. Thank you for that. Anybody else? That that uh, hit it in a nutshell, it, and that and and that really hit it in a nutshell. You know. Can you hear me? I don't know if you can hear me. Hello. Yes, sir. You know, I, I don't know if you can hear me, but I think you have to be proactive. At this point in the game, I think that, like, when something like this happens in Haiti and we're not ready to go down there and, and aid financially, we're always caught, like, we're like, like, what do we do? We have to be ready for that kind of thing. This is going to happen again, whether it be to Haitians or some other nationality. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen to black people again. And the fact that we're not prepared to, to go down there and be and stand side by side with the people being victimized by uh, the, uh, the border, uh, border patrol. It's like that, once again, it's after the fact. We know we have to deal with atrocities that America has placed upon us over and over and over again. We're not ready. We're never ready to go down there. If we were ready, we can go down and help them out, be down there, stand side by side financially, you know, more it's meant support. But the fact that we're not ready, again, we're not damn. We're like, wow, look what's happening. I'm frustrated. What do I do? Right. You know, we have to learn to be proactive, be organized, and be and anticipate this kind of nonsense. Because right now, everybody's like, "What do I do? What do I do?" Here we are again. You know, unorganized, right. unable to react immediately. You know, yeah. so the fact that we have no central organization that's equipped financially to go down there and help our people is the fact. Here we are again. Whether it's a hurricane or this kind of thing. We're never ready. And there's so many African-American organizations that, that are out there. Black Lives Matter, who receive $92 million in donations. They're not down there lending their financial support. There's so many people always ask for money to do things. And when this type of thing happens, where's the collective effort? Where right. are they at with their money? 
right. where they have like, come on, let's go down. And we have the we have the means. Let's get down there. You know, let's get down and let up. Again, there's nobody coming to their aid, whether it be politicians or these various organizations are coming down there to help them. And they constantly money to do things. They're not doing anything. Yes. You know, and here we are again. They need our help. Anybody who sees those images like, man, what do I do? Who do I give money to? Right. Oh my, I got to, I want to, again, because you're not organized. Right. You can't go to any black organization. There are many of them who want your money to do what they should be doing right now. And where, where are they? Where are they? Right. Right. And let's be, let's be clear. Like, let, let's so, make this the final point. Know, I don't want to Ty, I'm let's not going to be a conspiracy theorist, but on, let's be on, clear. Ty, let's so Joel just pointed out the fact that, um, you know, uh, that so did, did you say yesterday was um, Dufresne's birthday? Jean-Jacques Jean Desalines. Joel? Are you there? Jean-Jacques Desalines. I think he's on mute. Are you on mute? Yeah, there you go. Now I can't hear him. Okay, man. so today today I can't hear you on the phone call, on the yeah. um, on the radio. Yeah. And we have to wrap this up because uh, we're running out of time. So today so is his birthday. Today is his birthday. Yes. And you have all of this going on on his birthday. It's a it, you know, it's a message just being sent, right. right? So let's be super clear about that. Number 1, number 2 is the fact that we need action. So if anyone's interested in brilliant minds, it's info at brilliantmindscollective.org. We're very interested in working with you. And at the end of the day, um, you know, we cannot sit back and be compartmentalized and categorized anymore. It's imperative that we now decide, do you want to stop just being African-American, Jamaican, Black, Haitian, or do you want to understand that it doesn't matter what your culture is, it doesn't matter what your background is, that you're in the same boat yeah, and you're in the same situation. Issue. Okay, it's, it's nothing any issue. different that's happening there. It could all happen to you. And that's what we really need to understand. We've got to stand together. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Brilliant Minds Collective. I really appreciate it. Taish, thank you so much for bringing these brilliant minds together. Thierry, Joel, and uh, who else is on the line? I'm sorry. <laughs> Thierry, Joel, Joel, and who else? There's one more, right? Garrett. Garrett. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I know this is super last minute, but, you know, we all had to come together to really address the issue. And I really, really appreciate, you know, getting all of your insight in, in, in terms of what's going on for our show tonight. Once again, y'all, it's Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. My name is DJ Hard Hit Harry. Thank you, Taish. I really appreciate you. You know how much I love you. And we have, thank you, Harry, thank you so much for being a part of Brilliant Minds Collective. We would definitely Absolutely. welcome the opportunity to come back and do another roundtable as yes. soon as possible. With we can have a more extended conversation. Yes, yes. Let's set it up. Let's set it up. You know, this is just the beginning. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you so much, y'all. I really Perfect. appreciate you. Once again, y'all, Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. My name is DJ Hard Hit Harry. When we come back, we're going to wrap up. It's Haitian All-Stars Radio, WBAI 99.5 FM, also streaming on WBAI.org, Haitian All-Stars Radio.
DJ Hard Hitting Harry is in the mix. Time's gonna get pretty bumpy.
Bravo, I live, fuck new faulty shit up DJ Hard Hitting Harry is in the mix Not nigga, Bowman T Keep all sweat, they're a bunch of spumpers You feel I'm capsule
Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast, DJ Hard Hit Harry. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to thank all my guests on tonight's episode. Set it off with Max Jean-Paul, my brother Max. Max Jean-Paul, the author of Mountains. Thank you so much for calling in. Also, my brother Earthman, uh, activist, artist, uh, healer, and um, co-founder of the Earthman Experience. And Taish Harris, and also Thierry and Joel, and you know the members of the Brilliant Minds Collective. Everybody coming in, coming on tonight to offer their viewpoints on the current situation in Haiti. And we are addressing, um, you know, we are addressing the situation um, as it's been shown on the news and widely reported, and we've seen it all over. The Haitians began landing Sunday, uh, deported from the U.S. back to Haiti. Thousands of Haitians that had reached Texas, um, you know, coming back to Haiti, which some describe as the Somalia of the Caribbean, a failed state suffering a humanitarian emergency that critics say is too dangerous and unstable for thousands being deported. And as, as stated in the Washington Post, Recognition of the conditions led the Biden administration as recently as May to grant temporary protected status to tens of thousands of, of, of undocumented Haitians in the United States. And at the time, officials cited serious security concerns, social unrest, an increase in human rights abuses, crippling poverty and lack of basic resources in the Western Hemisphere's poorest nation. Since then, conditions in Haiti have deteriorated sharply leading critics to describe the deportations now as contradictory haiti still su you know suffered the still unsolved assassination of its president in july and a devastating earthquake that killed 2200 people 
and destroyed tens of thousands of homes, schools, and churches in August. Myself personally, I was involved in several different, uh, you know, fundraising efforts, including the uh, the Twitch DJs for Haiti benefit raid um, on August 21st, in which I personally and me and my uh, DJ comrades we recently uh, took upon ourselves to raise two thousand and nineteen dollars and twenty four cents to be divvied up between two organizations, the Gaskoff Clerget Foundation, uh, courtesy of Renew 1804, a 501c3 organization, and Helping Hands Bring Sunshine. And uh, we, div we divvied up those uh, funds to th both of those organizations. So, you know, we were trying to do, we're trying to do our best on our end to help our people on the ground. And then this is happening uh, where, you know, the government is deporting, you know, thousands of Haitians, you know, back to Haiti. And the government to which the deportees are returning has, has teetered on the verge of collapse amid an internal power struggle and a judicial request to indict the sitting prime minister in connection to the slaying of President Jovenel Moise. The United Nations has sounded the alarm over a lack of resources to aid earthquake victims, including thousands of women and children left homeless in the country's devastated South. Some here describe the large-scale deportations back to Haiti as something they might have expected under President, former President Donald Trump, who was dismissive of Haitian immigrants. That it's happening under President Biden, they said, made it sting even more. It's shocking, said Ralph P. Chevry, a board member of the Haiti Center for Socio- economic policy in Port-au-Prince. I understand that the U.S. needs to protect its borders, but the, ways, the, the way Haiti is right now, this is the last place to send anyone. The central bank has no money left. The gangs are taking over the country. The kidnappings are surging again. I wouldn't say it's criminal, but what the United States is doing is at the very least inhumane. U.S. officials have countered that strong action is needed to deter a surge of desperate migrants traversing from the Mexican border into the Texas town of Del Rio. Many are Haitians who fled the country years ago and are now streaming out from South American countries devastated by the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Haitian authorities said that they would do what they could for the deportees, but pointedly said that they were being repatriated against their will. These people do not accept the forced flight back to Haiti. Jean Nego Bonheur Delva head of the Haiti's Migration Office, told reporters in Port-au-Prince on Sunday, adding that his team expected flights to ramp up to as many as six per day by Tuesday. For these people, Haiti is hell, he said. In an email, the Department of Homeland Security confirmed the deportation of 327 people and said that these flights will continue on a regular basis. The agency did not comment on whether the Haitian deportees had been informed of their uh, repatriations or whether Haiti was safe enough for deportees. In comments to CNN on Sunday, however, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defended the deportation, saying that the, dama the damage from the recent earthquake had been rather geographically limited and that an analysis of the situation on the ground had determined that the country conditions allowed for the repatriations. A DHS official told the Post on Friday that the deportations would start, up, start with up to three flights per day. We have re reiterated 
that our borders are not open and people should not make the dangerous journey, spokeswoman Marsha Espinosa said, wrote in an email. Irregular migration poses a significant threat to the health and welfare of border communities and to the lives of migrants themselves and should not be attempted. Well, we're going to say this. We're going to send our prayers to the Haitian people and we're going to continue to shed light on this unspeakable, horrific uh, situation going on in Haiti. My name is DJ Hard Hitting Harry. This is Haitian All-Stars Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you to all my guests that appeared on today's episode. We're going to continue to shed light on this uh, horrible situation going on with Haiti. And uh, stay tuned for more information. Stay tuned for more great shows right here on WBAI 99.5 FM. Every late Monday, early Tuesday, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. WBAI.org. Also streaming on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Podomatic. My name is DJ Hard Hit Harry. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Peace. La paix. Premier côté m'goûte le cafou Machanté pour mon ça Machanté pour mon ça Mouvez douleur, c'est l'air Un monde te bon fait un petit goûté Pas foutu, m'en est encore Malgré bagarre à te goûter Je veux maquiller Ça m'en est qu'à manger pas chaud Si mal m'en est doublé Dis-moi son monde qui m'a levé pour lui Aïe, à la goût, à la goût Premier côté m'a goûté le capou À la goût, à la goût Mes amis, mes kiffs, oui, bon, bon, ça Radio playing the playing the best and best in Kampa, Zouk, African and Caribbean music.